Okay, so Ben, I hope you have had a nice morning so far. And I hope you have remembered to turn on your microphone. My microphone's on. We've got the cards <laughs> in the right place. It's all going really well. Yes, I have had a really good morning uh, uh, so far. I've just got a couple of things I'm really hoping for, though, Rennie. What's There's that? Two things, actually. Two things. Uh, one thing I'm hoping for is that when I go and stay in a tent next weekend, it doesn't rain. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because, That's... actually, if you were at the church weekend, you'll know our tent has a hole. <laughs> and we woke up in a puddle of water one morning oh, last no. year. So I'm hoping Sorry. there's no rain. And I'm also hoping this year the caterpillars don't eat all my cabbages in my veg patch. I'm really I really this. hope for that. Are you hoping for anything, Rennie? Oh, I really hope I will have roast beef for dinner today. <sighs> Although, actually, I'm cooking dinner, so okay. that's going to be an issue. <laughs> and I also hope that the weather will be really nice next week for our holiday. Very good. I wonder what you're hoping for this morning. We're on to the second part of our Bible verse this week, and we're looking at the word hope. So what is it? this morning that you are hoping for. Just have a little think about that for a moment while Sarah gets our technology ready. Yes, this morning, Gateway Church, we're going to invite you to join in with some um, exciting slido.com technology thing. I'm not quite sure how it works, but I understand that if you have a smart device on you, children, you can use your grown up, uh, tell your grown-ups the answers so they can use their smart device. Uh, we've got a website here called slido.com. What we'd like to invite you to do this morning is use your smart device to go to slido.com if you are willing and able, and it will ask you for a passcode. The passcode is on the screen here. I will read it out a couple of times as well. Once you're on the website, put the passcode in, and we'd like to invite you this morning to share what you hope for. Once you're on the webpage, the passcode is 39458082. And we're asking the question this morning, what do you hope for? And of course... Uh, you can be thinking about that where you are. What do you hope for? You can be sharing that with those around you. We've got a few answers coming oh, in, Rennie. Okay, I hope for a job. That's a good one. And going swimming this week. Very good. We've got a new kitchen, which is a great wish. Seeing my gran. Going um, on holiday. Yeah, a couple coming up Lots for holidays. Lots of holidays. Hoping for a good holiday. My children sleep past 6 a.m. every morning. <laughs> yep. Amen. So if you have children, you'll Sleep. join in with that. <laughs> <laughs> to go to Calypso Cove. Me too. I'd love to go swimming at Calypso Cove. Yeah. Oh, peace in the world and peace in Ukraine. Uh, looking for toasties for lunch. Rain for the garden. Rain for the garden. Nice weather for our holiday. Oh, two different things. Being able to fix my boat engine. Wow. <laughs> An end to arguing children. No uh, climate change. Wow. Well, bit more deep. Good, good conditions in the Alps. Wow. That's a good that's, one. Let's, that's a good one. Let's hope My that. cabbage grows. Was that you? How did you put that in? <laughs> Some of these are really big hopes, Gateway Church. Yeah. They're really ambitious hopes this morning. Uh, lunch soon. A great holiday. Peace in Ukraine. York City for Jesus. A fantastic hope. That's brilliant. <laughs> We've got a couple more coming in. The window's getting fixed. Brilliant. Lovely. Wow. And love. That's fantastic. Well, these are all great things to hope for. 
Um, but these are things that might or might not happen, aren't they, really? They are out of our control. But the Bible gives us a very different take on hope. So can we have the next Bible verse, please? Let's have a look at what the Bible says. Let us hold firmly to the hope that we have confessed. We can trust God to do what he promised. This is a verse from Hebrews 10:23. So we chose this uh, Bible verse this morning. We thought it was really important just to make a definition between what we hope for, but also as Christians, what we hope in. And we love this Bible verse. It reminds us that we need to hold on tightly. There are plenty of things in the world around us that will try and distract us. Or we might hear things that are not true. Or we might be led another way. Well, the Bible says, Rennie, let's hold on tightly. And the other thing that I thought was really nice about this is we're holding on to God. And we know, don't we? We're not just holding on to the weather or um, what might happen on holiday or what we're having for lunch. We're holding on to our faithful God this morning. But what is it that we're hoping in? What are these promises that we're hoping in this morning. So we're going to have a look now at three promises. Now maybe, uh, maybe already this morning you have a promise in your heart that God has given you, or maybe more than one. Maybe there's a, a promise in the Bible that is really special to you. Well, Rennie, Sarah and I are going to share three with you now from our washing line. We've got three all ready to go here behind me. And we're going to be thinking about the promises of God that we have hope in. Just before we do that, I just wanted to read out this definition of hope. I really like this. I'm, I don't want to get it wrong, so I'm just going to read it word for word. So quite often when we talk about hope, we're, we're thinking about something we're wishing for. But actually as Christians, we believe this. In the Bible, hope is the confident expectation of what God has promised and its strength in all his faithfulness. So let's have a look at some of these promises that God has given us. Can I have a volunteer to come out and read the first promise from our card? I'm not going to pick my children. Definitely not going to do that. But Sarah Rennie might pick you boys. Joel, would you like to come and do the first one? Can we give Joel a big round of applause? Come on, Joel. Right, how are you today? Good. Good. Who's on your T-shirt? Um, Iron Man. Iron Man, great. I wasn't sure, so I didn't want to guess. Right, number one. Can you, can you get number one for me and unpeg it? Good lad. Oops, that's it. Thank you. That's our first promise. I'll hold the envelope. Can you take it out? Oh, tidying up. Is it, does he always tidy up this one at home? It's fantastic. Picking the peg up. Right, Joel. Oh, here we go. So here's our first promise. It's a really big one. Do you want to have a go at reading it with me? The Lord himself goes before you and will be with you. He will never leave you or no. nor uh, forsake. forsake you. Don't, do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. discouraged. Now that's from Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy, verse 3, 31. 31. And verse 8. 
Fantastic. Now I know, I know with my job in nursery, phonics can get you a long way, but I think Deuteronomy is a big stretch with phonics. That was fantastic, Joel. Thank you so much. We're so grateful. Thank you for serving us this morning. Our first promise is from Deuteronomy. I picked this one out because I just love that original context. This was written at a time when the Israelites had fled out of Egypt. Do you remember the Israelites escaping Egypt and being chased into the wilderness? Well, God said to the Israelites, I go before you and I'll be with you. See, God was there with the Israelites when they were in captivity. God was with them in the wilderness and God was with them before they went into the promised land of Canaan. And the same is true for us this morning. Our first promise reminds us that God goes before us. He was there before we were born. He's with us every step of the way. Whatever we're doing this week ahead, he's already ahead of us. And you know what? He won't leave us. What a fantastic promise. Now, yes, I'm hoping it doesn't rain next weekend, but I'm glad to put my hope in this promise of God. You see, as Christians, we're set apart. We're special. God chooses us. He stays with us. And he won't leave us. This morning, we want these promises to be an encouragement. Be encouraged this morning. Our God will protect us and never leave us. Thank you for your help, Joel. I'm going to pass over to Sarah now for promise number two. Okay. Do I have a volunteer to come and help me do number two? Lincoln, do you want to come and read out number two for us? Right. Let's see what's in this one. So we've got God will never leave us. Let's find out what else, what other promises of God we have. I'll hold that for you. There we go. You open that one up. Might need a microphone, won't I? Thank you. There we go. Can you give it a poll? That's it. Right, can you read that for us? Those who hope in the Lord will renew, renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will t- walk and not be f- faint. Isaiah 40:31. Well done. Thank you, Lincoln. Great reading. So those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength now. It doesn't mean, it says, they will soar on wings like eagles. Now, we're not, probably not actually going to be soaring on wings like eagles. And do you know what? If you ran really far, you probably would get a bit tired and worn out. That is not what this verse is saying. It's not telling us that we can run forever and never get tired. What it's saying is when we hope in God, he will renew our strength. He will give us the strength we need to do the things we need. Okay, so it doesn't mean that we're going to keep going forever and ever running. It means that when things are hard and things feel difficult and we feel tired, that like the verse before, that God is with us and he gives us the strength that we need to do those things. So that is our second verse and Renny's going to do our third verse for us. Okay, so I need a volunteer for number three. Ooh, a volunteer. Hannah, can you come and help me? Sorry, Zach. Oh. (laughs) 
Oh dear. Do you want to help Hannah get it off? Take it off with Hannah. Come on. Right. Pop the Right, Hannah, let's have a look. And if I go on and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me that you also may be where I am. John 14, 3. Thank you so much, Hannah. Well done. Oh, thank you so much, guys. So this is another promise that Jesus has made to his friends, that he will go and prepare a place for them to go after their journey on earth finishes. They can go somewhere where Jesus is, to heaven. And I was wondering, you know, the, those images that you see in churches with angels floating on clouds and playing their harps and singing hymns, I think there is a lot of ideas around that suggest we are just going to be in heaven singing away in our floaty robes on clouds and we are going to have a, an eternity-long church service. Does that sound exciting to you? If I'm honest, well, I'm glad Zach's excited, but to be honest, that sounds a bit dull. But really, is that what we are hoping for? Is that what Jesus is promising us here? That the God of eternity who has made this amazing world, he's, gonna, he's living somewhere dull and unexciting? That's not at all what the Bible talks about. Paul says that uh, heaven is so amazing that no eye has ever seen no ear has ever heard, and no mind has ever imagined what it will be like. So it's even better than the best party you can ever imagine, the best holiday you can ever imagine, and the most beautiful place on earth you can ever imagine. And also Jesus says, uh, John says in Revelations, that there will be no pain, no tears, no suffering, and no sickness. That is the kind of place that the Bible has promised us. And that is something that we can really hold on to when things are hard for us.